0: Once upon a time, there was a village shop. The name over the window was Ginger and Pickles. It was a little small shop, just the right size for dolls Lucinda and Jane Doll. Cook always brought their groceries at Ginger and Pickles. The counter inside was a convenient height for rabbits. Ginger and Pickles sold red spotty pocket handkerchiefs at a penny three farthings. They also sold sugar and snuff and galoshes. In fact, although it was such a small shop, it sold nearly everything except a few things that you want in a hurry like bootlaces, hairpins and mutton shops. Ginger and Pickles were the people who kept the shop. Ginger was a yellow tomcat, and Pickles was a terrier. The rabbits were always a little bit afraid of Pickles. The shop was also patronized by mice. Only the mice were rather afraid of Ginger. Ginger usually requested Pickles to serve them, because he said it made his mouth water. I cannot bear, said he, to see them going out at the door carrying their little parcels. I have the same feeling about rats, replied Pickles, but it would never do to eat our own customers. They would leave us and go to Tabitha Twitchit's. On the contrary, they would go nowhere, replied Ginger gloomily. Tabitha Twitchit kept the only other shop in the village she did not give credit. Ginger and Pickles gave unlimited credit. Now the meaning of credit is this. When a customer buys a bar of soap, instead of the customer pulling out a purse and paying for it, she says, she will pay another time. And Pickles makes a low bow and says, with pleasure, ma'am. And it is written down in a book. The customers come again and again and again, and buy quantities, in spite of being afraid of ginger and pickles. But there's no money in what is called the till. The customers came in crowds every day and bought quantities, especially the toffee customers. But there was always no money. They never paid for as much as a penny worth of peppermints. But the sales were enormous, ten times as large as Tabitha twitches. As there was always no money, Ginger and Pickles were obliged to eat their own goods. Pickles ate biscuits and Ginger ate a dried haddock. They ate them by the candlelight after the shop was closed. When it came to Jan first, this was still no money. And Pickles was unable to buy a dog license. It is very unpleasant. I am afraid of the police, said Pickles. It is your own fault for being a terrier. I do not require a license, and neither does kept the collie dog. It is very uncomfortable. I am afraid I shall be summoned. I have tried in vain to get a license upon credit at the post office, said Pickles. The place is full of policemen. I met one as I was coming home. Let us send in the bill again to Samuel Whiskers. "'Ginger, he owes twenty-two upon nine for bacon.' "'I do not believe that he intends to pay at all,' said Ginger. "'And I feel sure that Anna Maria pockets things. "'Where are all the cream crackers?' "'You have eaten them yourself,' replied Ginger. "'Ginger and Pickles retired into the back parlour. They it accounts, they added up sums and sums and sums and sums.' Samuel Whiskers has run up a bill as long as his tail, and he has had an ounce and three-quarters of snuff since October. What is seven pounds of butter at one-third and a stick of sealing wax in four matches? Send in all the bills again to everyone with comments," replied Ginger. After a time, they heard a noise in the shop, as if some... Thing had been pushed in at the door. They came out of the back parlour. There was an envelope lying on the counter and a policeman writing in a notebook. Pickles nearly had a fit. He barked and barked and made little rushes. Bite him, Pickles, bite him spluttered the ginger behind a sugar barrel. He's only a German doll. The policeman went on writing in his notebook. Twice he put his pencil in his mouth, and once he dipped it in the treacle. Pickles barked till he was hoarse, but the policeman took no notice. Ha, ha, ha. He had bead eyes, and his helmet was sewed on with stitches. At length, on his last little rush, Pickles found the shop was empty. The policeman had disappeared, but the envelope remained. Do you think that he is gone to fetch a real live policeman? I am afraid it is summons, said Pickles. No replied Ginger, who had opened the envelope. It is the rates and taxes, pounds three, nineteen, eleven, three-fourth. This is last straw, said Pickles. Let us close the shop. They put up the shutters and left, but they have not removed from the neighbourhood. In fact, some people wish they had gone further. Ginger is living in the Warren. I do not know what occupation he pursues, but he looks stout and comfortable. Pickles is at present a gamekeeper. The closing of the shop caused great inconvenience. Tabitha Twitchit immediately raised the price of everything—a half-penny—and she continued to refuse to give credit. Of course, there are tradesmen carts—the butcher, the fishman, and Timothy Baker but a person cannot live on seed-wigs and sponge-cake and butter-buns, not even when the sponge-cake is as good as Timothy's. After a time, Mr. John Dormouse and his daughter began to sell peppermints and candles. But they did not keep self-fitting sixes, and it takes five mice to carry one seven-inch candle. Besides, the candles, which they sell, behave very strangely in warm weather. And Miss Dormouse refused to take back the ends when they were brought back to her with complaints. And when Mr. John Dormas was complained to, he stayed in bed and would say nothing but very snug which is not the way to carry on a retail business. So everyone was pleased when Sally Henny Penny sent out a printed poster to say that she was going to reopen the shop. Henny's opening sale, grand co-operative jumble, Penny's penny prices come by come try come by the poster was really most enticing there was a rush upon the opening day the shop was crammed with customers and there were crowds of mice upon the biscuit canisters sally henny penny gets rather flustered when she tries to count out change and she insists on being paid cash but she's quite harmless and she has laid in a remarkable assortment of bargains there is something to please everybody. End of the tale of Ginger and Pickles by Beatrix Potter Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Sol good Streaming at solgood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad-free. Whether you want to escape into a good book, or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to solgood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's solgoo Experience the best in relaxation and entertainment with Solgood streaming at solgood.org. Our extensive library features hundreds of audiobooks, thousands of short stories, original podcasts, and popular sounds for sleep, meditation, and relaxation all ad free. Whether you want to escape into a good book or fall asleep to your favorite ambient sound, we have something for everyone. Go to solgood.org to start streaming and discover your new go-to for entertainment and relaxation. That's solgo-d.org.